This is Jess Explores. I'm Jess and I work in Mare, the SFI Research Center for Energy, Climate and Marine. Join me today on a new episode of Jess Explores. So last week I spoke about bottling up the smell of the beach and how awesome that smell is. But I also mentioned something else and that is that humans can't smell underwater uh, or don't smell much underwater. But fish actually can smell underwater. And I find this interesting because personally, because I can smell underwater, I wouldn't necessarily think of anything else that could smell underwater. I just kind of accepted that because I can't do it, a uh, few other people will be able to do it. And I didn't, I didn't stop for a second to think about the animals, which is very, you know, that's totally my fault because I think if I would have thought about this much sooner, uh, my mind would have been blown. Now, I actually found out about fish smelling underwater water uh, when I read this book, The Eloquence of the Sardine, from my friend Bill Francoise, who, again, the book was just amazing, and I hope you had a chance to listen in our dialogue and our conversation. It was just so mind-boggling. But fish smelling underwater, that to me was just one, like it just unlocked something in my head. And so how can fish smell underwater? Now, and I'm not a biologist, so please, if you're a marine biologist and you know exactly how this works, get in touch with me. But what actually happens with fish underwater, they use their sense of smell. And of course, they do that to find food and they avoid predators and all of that. They obviously can also smell each other. So everything that we do, fish also do, which is really cool. So I'm reading this research. Um, this is by Linda Seldovich, which I thought was really interesting. So she wrote that in an experiment, scientists tested 54 different types of smells on salmon um, and they mixed the scents into a stream and observed the fish, fish's responses. So most of the scents, the fish didn't really produce much or much of a reaction. They didn't really react to it, um, including, for instance, human skin or bear paws or dog paws. So that doesn't seem to bother them too much. But then, interestingly enough, after they mixed up a sea lion smell into the water, uh, for 10 minutes after that, the fish didn't react, like they didn't want to go near that scent at all. So they were trying to, to avoid that odor, which is really interesting because you'd kind of think like, oh, it makes sense. It obviously is a reaction of how to stay away from a predator. But it's just something that, again, I don't smell underwater, so I can't really, I can't even fathom what that smells like underwater. But I would love to know what a seal smells like underwater or general humans or any animal underwater. But it also, I think it's connected to something else that I just, that just came to my mind. Uh, when a shark dies in the water or, you know, if there's blood of a shark in the water, um, for a long time after, the sharks that are in the area will avoid or they would kind of out-migrate out from that area even though they weren't close to that shark. And it would kind of tend to avoid that. Uh, and I do believe it has to do with the smell because obviously they can they can smell a drop of blood, blood from very far away. Uh, but then they kind of get that same response, like a hormonal response to that. Uh, if And again, please correct me if I'm wrong. If somebody knows more about this, please let me know. But it's a really interesting thing to then see that um, you know something so 
small if you think about it. Like a shark dying in the water isn't such a big thing just as much as every day there is loads of animals that die in the water. But then if all the animals kind of disappear from that area just from having smelled that from like miles and miles away, that is really cool. That is really impressive. Uh, now, we as humans don't do that on land. There's few smells that we smell that would then make us avoid that area. Like even if we know that there is an area where something smells bad, we may change the, you know, the side of the street or we may just try to avoid that area also like that. But we can also decide to just walk through that because we know the smell is going to, you know, dissipate after a while. So really not that much different than us, I, I think. Uh, it's just an interesting thought process of thinking about fish smelling and human smelling, trying to make these comparisons. Now, if you wonder why I'm trying to compare fish smell or fish being able to smell to humans being able to smell, uh, I think what we tend to do or need to do very often is to understand or get a better understanding of animals in the water. And by drawing these conclusions and these general generalizations and these parallels between animals in the water and ourselves, we build a stronger connection with them because really they're not all that different from us. They have various complex social systems. They have a lot of emotions and a lot of uh, peer pressure. And when I say peer pressure, if you think about um, a squall or school of fish, um, they tend to stick to each other. They kind of look at each other and know, okay, well, we're all going left and we all need to go left. Uh, so that's what I mean by peer pressure. Obviously, that's very different than peer pressure in, in human terms. But it's just interesting to draw these um, parallels because it just makes it more fun trying to understand um, animals. Now, what I also want to say is that uh, it's not about you know, humanizing animals, because animals are animals, we need to understand them for what they're doing. But I think by doing that, we can also learn a whole lot about ourselves as human beings. That's why I like to draw these, um, these parallels. So anyways, fish smelling underwater. That's just an amazing topic altogether. Now, if you are somebody that can smell really well underwater, I would love to talk to you. I want to know what you smell and when you first figured out that not everybody can smell underwater. Uh, so just get, into, get in touch with me and I'll talk to you next week. Bye! If you want to engage with me on social media, follow me on Twitter at Jess underscore explores or follow me on Instagram at Jess underscore explores underscore podcast.